Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. I mean, I read all the messages. As a result, I'm going to beat you over the head with my content now. Oh, right. great. I'll, I'll look forward to it. Let's begin. Let's. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really kind of like assertive cough yeah. as well. It's like a... <clears throat> like, you're, like you're watching some a, sex, a bit of sexual activity through a keyhole. Wasn't it, Pete? But wouldn't I be announcing myself with a grunt? In doing, yeah, because doing you want to be found out. Right, you want to be found. You want, you want them to open the door and go, oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on in. The toxic... <laughs> oh, Jim. 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 Oh, hey. I actually wrote something this time. The Toxic Angry Man Tour continues for Man United and the season is nearly upon us. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It is Tuesday, the 1st of August. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Luke Moore. Did you hear my little kind of, I think it's like a polyp or something on my vocal cords. I can't go, ah, anymore. Well, because you've got that little Got a little nodule. So, yeah, I don't know what it's that... because you've done so much content over the years. <laughs> yeah, it's a content <laughs> nodule. It's the content yeah. nodule. Unbelievable. I'm carrying injury into the new season. It's unbelievable. New season, new ramble, people. Don't forget, our new schedule, schedule kicks off on Monday, uh, which will mean brand new ramble shows on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays every single week with regular ramble react shows too. On the continent, is also bigger and better than ever. And from next week, will be released on its own feed. You'll get the main show every Thursday, plus Ask OTC every Friday. Friday, where Dotton, Andy and Core will answer all of your burning questions about European football. Hit the link in the show notes to find that feed or search on the continent. That all kicks off Monday, August the 7th. Bruce Dickinson's birthday, Luke. Wow. That yeah. is, I did not expect you to exactly. say that. You're going to jump in, did. but I had to give you a little bit of a little factoid. I tell you what, if I could get a factoid like that every time I try and jump in, okay. I think everyone else would enjoy the show more. <laughs> um, I usable to say, news. It's just it's, usable it news. It is usable news. Mm. Um, it's snackable fun. Snackable content. Uh, Bruce Dickinson's autobiography um, mm. is absolutely amazing mm. because every single chapter from memory ends with like an anecdote where needless to say he had the last right. laugh. Yeah. But instead of saying that, he says... Go figure. Go figure. <laughs> so like, so like I like that. Yeah, some nice. kind of health and safety executive has told him he can't do something. Yeah. And then that something befalls that health and safety executive. And then Bruce ends it all by saying, go figure. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, so that's what it's... But by the way, it is, aside from that, an amazing read, chiefly because Bruce Dickinson is obviously a lead singer of one of the biggest uh, metal bands ever. Big fencer. Is a world-ranked fencer. Mm. And he finds time to fence while he's on tour. Mm. And he's a 747 pilot. Yeah. And and that's one of the more difficult planes, one would suggest. Apparently so. Apparently uh, so. What I wanted to say was, off the back of that um, announcement, Peter, was just thank you to everyone who's made On the Continent, the new On the Continent feed, number one in the sports charts. Mm. Um, we really appreciate that. Shows the popularity of Andy and Dotton and the Gan talking about European football. If you haven't had a chance to subscribe yet, do do that. Great Keep artwork. Keep it right up there. I love the artwork. It's above um, high performance. It's above, mm. Which I don't know why that's a sports show, by the way. Mm. Who does he talk to? Just, just, just himself. Just a mirror. 
just thought leaders. In increasingly uncomfortable chairs, <laughs> just chatting away. Seriously, can you do the interview at 7am? Because yeah. I will have been up for four hours not talking to my family. I can I cannot believe that any market person, marketeer person or, or agency person hasn't done an episode with Jake mm. for the last season of Game of Thrones where he sits in the Iron Throne, <laughs> which is famously uncomfortable mm. and made of swords. Yeah, exactly. Well, speaking, speaking of difficult positions, uh, Manchester United have agreed. Why are you looking at me like that when you say that? <laughs> don't like the way you're sitting. You've got your leg tucked under I always do your other leg. I don't yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah. You're going to cut off the circulation. It's, it's sexual. It's sexual. It's a sexual thing. Uh, yes, Man United have agreed a £72 million deal to sign 20-year-old Rasmus Hoyland from Atalanta, meaning they will finally have a main number nine. They've had number nines before. Yeah. Justice without Veghorst. Yeah. Justice <laughs> without Veghorst. You can't... By the way... Another uh, Game of Thrones character. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone's saying this. Oh, finally they'll have that striker. I mean, I understand Valt Vegas wasn't that good. Yeah. But he doesn't... He, he can't pretend he didn't exist. Yeah. He didn't exist. Yeah. He played. I saw him. Yeah. What about Igalo? Yeah, that was another one. Out Written out of history. Written out of history. Well, I mean, so you got Ireland at City, you got uh, Isaac at Newcastle, you got Hoyle at Man United. It's all going very Northern Europe, isn't yeah. it? I like I love fact, it. I like the fact that we're we're getting a bit of a, a kind of Nordic invasion. Absolutely, mm. it's it's a very exciting thing. It's I don't good. think we see enough of it. Let's not forget Martin Odegaard. <laughs> Problematic <laughs> though, maybe apparently. But Martin um, Martin Odegaard is um, a lot more dexterous. Mm. A lot more. Oh, you, you sort of want the bludgeoning, battering round. I think style. so. Yeah. I'm not so. sure Isaac quite fits into that. But no, you know. maybe not. But uh, obviously, um, we spoke. Uh, we spoke. Uh, the football ramble spoke through OTC uh, yesterday yeah. on, on the show. Uh, I listened about this. to that. I uh, bloody so enjoyed I listened, it. Bloody enjoyed it. So uh, if you want the professionals talking about it, but it, it's nice to see Manchester United actually getting their man because they, they've spent a lot of time floundering in the markets over previous seasons when it comes to um, providing goals on the side. It's a lot of money, isn't it? Mm. It's a lot of money. As the guy said yesterday, that's a striker, though, isn't it? it? I suppose so. And I guess if you're Manchester United, I suppose that kind of thing happens. Mm. But it's a big jump. A mm. big jump from where he was to where he's going to be. And and I think it was Nicky or obviously Miguel yesterday who said something along the lines of this, which is that if you saw, uh, and maybe I'm going to expound on it slightly, but mm. for me, if you saw Rasmus Hoyland, who I know Jim's a fan of and who's kind of, you know, on the radar as one of these exciting young strikers and all the rest of it, move from, say, Atalanta to Ajax or to Dortmund. Yeah. Go, okay, that's an interesting deal. We'll see how yes. he gets on there. Yeah. Maybe then after that, he'll come to the Premier League. He's just basically missed out that step. Feels that way, doesn't and it? And come straight to straight the to biggest club in England. And, and with the biggest spotlight. And yeah, with a lot of pressure on him. That's big, isn't it, for yeah. that amount of money? And I think I think um, the, the, the money is the money, and we've talked about that before, and it's not necessarily that interesting or, or instructive to worry about the fee anyway these days. Mm. Um, but it's like, the player he is now, obviously full of potential, um, a lot of things in his locker, um, and you know, that's exciting because he's young and because Manchester United, you know, in 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 the past have obviously obviously always been about young players and and bringing bringing them through and all the rest of it. Ferguson's kind of era was typified by that, um, but it's also about the player he can become, right? And, Absolutely. And if he can make the step up and his ceiling is high enough. Um, then it's a really exciting deal for them. I think the problem probably is that because his name sounds the same as Nicky said yesterday, and because he's from that similar part of the world, people are going to start saying, and because it's Manchester United, but Manchester City, people are going to talk about him in Haaland, which I think is unfrankly. unfair, and I don't think is worth the time of day. He's frankly, very quick and big, though. He's a good player. He's yeah. a big jump. The, the interesting thing jump. as well is that they're, they're not dissimilar in style as well. Mm. So these 
comparisons. Well, are they are dissimilar as far as that like, Holland is miles better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You You're not going to get yeah. the, 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 the pound. It's like me kind of going in front of my mirror with some nunchucks and going, me and Bruce Lee aren't dissimilar. <laughs> <laughs> we both have nunchucks. Doing the same thing. Yeah. But the yeah. high, in, in the respective highlight what reels, you would see a Bruce lot of... Bruce Lee? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know. Have you gone mad? I don't know. I might have gone, yeah. <laughs> Go figure. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but in the highlight the books also called what does this button do amazing yeah nice. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean I was going to make a joke but it's just gone <laughs> it's just gone it's just, <laughs> just gone, uh, gone. Uh, well uh, David David, <laughs> Sorry, got, David got in touch and uh, with a quick shout that while uh, Rasmus Hoyland is about to make the jump to Man United his smaller twin brothers Oscar and Emil Hoyland uh, are also worth keeping an eye on in fact both of them had their first team debut for FC Copenhagen a couple of Saturdays ago in the first round of the Danish, Danish Superliga uh, being subbed on at the same time that's incredible in the 89th minute with Copenhagen leading 2-1 has there ever been a, a, a case of twin duo double sub first team debut it must have been weird to look at. Do we know yeah. if they're identical or not? Oh, I, d- I don't. I, I hope they are. I mean, oh, they're twins. I guess, yeah, identical twins. But not yeah, all twins are identical, identical. No, are they? no, that's true. Um, but uh, Daddy Hoyland must be very proud, says Dave. Yeah. The family WhatsApp must be very competitive. Yeah. I bet Daddy Hoyland's Hoyland not even getting his daily mail forwards in. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even getting his low res JPEGs exactly, in. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's all about the goals that all his sons are scoring all the time. <laughs> I'm really into this. There's a louder up quality to it. Yeah, in the definitely. future, if we've got three Hoylands on the pitch for Denmark, yeah. two of them playing up front together. Because one's a striker, one's a mid- midfielder of the mm. Twins. Oh, really? It'd be great, wouldn't it? So one putting all the um, chances on for his, his two brothers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I think um, going back to um, to Hoyland as well, one thing that I found interesting when I started looking at because because I I basically when I knew we were going to be talking about him when he was going to sign for United I know it hasn't technically happened yet but people expect it to I watched um, back Denmark against Finland from a few months ago where he scored a hat trick it's like his first international goals I think and he was brilliant in that game he yeah. probably should have scored five and um, Lukas Radetzky in the Finnish goal made a couple of good saves mm. and look at him and you think fucking hell yeah he seems really decent but on the other hand respectfully. He's playing against Finland, Absolutely, who I know yeah. have had some recent success for their by their own standards at international level, but um, aren't world beaters. And I couldn't find an example of, <laughs> apart from one goal against Lazio in in, the, in Serie A and one goal against Dynamo Kiev for Sturm Graz in some qualifi- European qualifier. Other than that, Hoyland's never scored a goal ever against a what you'd call a big club. Mm. And all of his goals last season, sorry, I came against teams that you'd think, okay, they're kind of also ran Italian yeah. teams. Mm. Well, this is it, isn't it? I think it, he's... So it's potential is what I'm saying. They, very much absolutely. Potential. But you wonder if they if they sort of need a striker for now, perhaps to compete. But I suspect this might initially be a bit of a job share with Marcus Rashford because mm. they've got a lot of quality out wide. Rashford can play very effectively through the middle. He's very good at it. I don't get the impression that he hates playing there. So I think... Um, there is the opportunity to bed in Hoyland and give him the time he needs to get up to speed without sort of losing much attacking verve. Yeah. I think they're, they're, it's a really, really good addition. If if they've pivoted away from Kane, which clearly they have, perhaps they've thought the money at his age is too much of an outlay not gonna or it's impossible. Now, they? Yeah, they won't get him now. Yeah, yeah. Or for whatever reason they thought it, you know, Spurs just wouldn't sell to them. Um, this is really... The, the kind of the next best best option because it's potentially someone who's going to be there for a very very long time and also you know with with Anana coming in as well Mason Mount's a very very good signing Johnny Evans as well weirdly see yeah. that 
Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, um, I, I'm, I'm all about that. Flummoxed I love by that. it, but really into it. I love it. that. <laughs> yeah. should, that's, that's them saying, I'm sorry what we did for what we did. Yeah. yeah. I apologise for that because that's, that's, that was wrong of it's us. really he, gone under the radar, but yeah. they signed him for like a month initially <laughs> and then I guess they're going to see what happens. Yeah. So he, all for that. He looks amazing in the new um, sort of green and white striped kit, which I'm a big fan of. Yeah. The Man United second uh, away kit is beautiful. Do Go you think this is yeah. just to illustrate to Harry Maguire, like this is how much you're not welcome here. Well, yeah. <laughs> We've got Johnny back. <laughs> but, but Johnny Evans... Here's Johnny. I think Johnny Evans is now a better player than Harry Maguire. <laughs> so I'm not. I'm, I know that sounds a bit controversial, but going back to Rashford, when <laughs> when you talked about that, it reminded me. I was looking into um, Rashford as well, and I, I think in my mind, I think in a lot of people's mind, his best position is off the left, right? Mm. And I know you can play through the middle, but in games last season in the Premier League where he started. He only scored one more goal playing from the left than he did playing through the middle. Interesting. So there's not actually that much difference mm. anyway. So I guess he can... Uh, what you're doing, I suppose, is you're getting Hoyland in and he's going to be part of, obviously, a bigger a bigger operation there. And it may not have got better players than Atalanta. Yeah. I think we can agree on that, even though May United haven't been amazing... Um, you know, in recent years. Well, uh, either way, he's not going to be wearing flip-flops in the blooming dressing room because Eric Ten Hag has been imposing some rather odd rules on mm. Manchester United. Before the Carabao Cup final, they didn't turn up in suits. To be honest, it's the Carabao Cup final. Why would they? Yeah. In my yeah. opinion, I don't you think that should be a Some sort of promotional Carabao track suit. Yeah. Ideally, Carab- Carabao do have a track record of sending a lot of Carabao to this office, though. They so do, we actually, yeah. And <laughs> if we're going to really do our bit about how this how the country actually works, we should probably big them up a bit more. Yeah. Do you want to say something nice about Carabao? Uh, it's a drink. Yeah, but you, yeah. it's kind of drink you'd like. I, um, I've to be honest, on days when I'm tired or a little bit hungover, I'll pop into the cupboard and steal a Carabao that was sent on Jules's coin. To be honest, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so how many are you on a on a day at the moment? <laughs> yeah. they, I, I I know people who like sort of go to sleep uh, and they've got like cans of. Uh, energy drink next to their bed. It's yeah, good it's stuff. Not, Are these your not, internet like friends? It. It's not good. What? These your internet friends. <laughs> internet friends. Now, Pete, Jim, Jim, Pete knows people I know who people. do that. Yeah. Yeah. He knows who he when is. When people say that, I know people, the next thing that comes along is normally quite impressive. Yeah. That was just depressing. No, this <laughs> implies a lot's been hidden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, do, yeah, so I mean, so he's banned. Do do, do listen to John uh, from the VGC uh, video game podcast. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> he's a big fan of this show as well. He so is, he's done dirty there. He saw um, us at the Glasgow show back in the day. So he's also Ten Hag's also told players they can only wear certain colour socks. And yeah. um, I thought flip flops were worn around the dressing room for hygiene reasons. Yeah, I thought that so too. There wasn't like any infection past like mm. uh, varukas. Yeah, between feet. Imagine getting a varuka as a I'd, I'd bloody love to go into a dressing room of a Premier League club what, and, and get, see a couple and of them a, wearing a varuka socks. Yeah, I, I get. Um, I, I, I would say. Remember in um, when we went to Wembley and I stuck my head in the um, in the ice bath. Mm. Um, yeah, and and that ice water would have been. It would have contained a footballer it, 24 hours later. Yeah. And I was thinking, what if I have given somebody COVID? <laughs> what kind of disease would you have given them, though? COVID? Facial. Facial disease. I don't know. Bad skin. <laughs> eczema. I don't know. Isn't Poor that why so many hair. people look like you? If you want the same <laughs> And just keep leaving my DNA he all goes, over the place. The ba- yeah. He's the bath demon. Goes around putting his face in everyone's bath. They wake <laughs> it's up. It's like an old Japanese they, they look like, Yeah, they look like Pete. Yeah, exactly. Disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Avram Glazer uh, watched them uh, train in New Jersey, which is very exciting. He doesn't get to see them very often because the last time he went to see them, uh, it cost them half a million pounds. Yes. He, he, he flew in from Florida to go and see them. I think it was the Carabao Cup final and maybe the semi as well. Two trips... Uh, two hotel rooms, two private jets, half a million on Manchester United. Yeah. Already quite precarious finances. Drop in the ocean based on how much they take out of the club, though, isn't it? I know. Just to add I it know. to the bill. Uh, yeah. Ten Hag's definitely got this um, Mad Professor vibe, hasn't he? We've known mm-hmm. that for a while. Is that, that 
story you're talking about where he's banned flip-flops. Also in that story, it said before a game last season during the winter, I think they were playing Crystal Palace, mm. temperatures got below freezing. He gave all the players a de-icer to clear their car windscreens. Yeah. And the night before. That's nice, though. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah it is nice. But I, I wouldn't trust them to use it properly, though. But I was thinking, you should be doing that anyway. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> just get, get, what, get a play layers on with We the, all go to work. No, just, just, oh, it's going to be icy tomorrow. I'll make sure I leave a bit earlier. They're thick, though, aren't they? Yeah. Ballers, I don't think they, they are. Clever I don't think they are. I just think they're lazy. off the pitch, they're lazy. Yeah, <laughs> good point. The socks thing is, is particularly bizarre because apparently you get an email on the night before telling you which colour socks you have to wear. Yeah. That's a pity. You should just have Just have one... Just turn up and turn how it goes. Black, please, or white, please, mm. rather than having to sort of sauce black or white socks. Just like, keep just a load of them in the car. Keep a load of yeah. them in the car. Is it just about preparation? It's not the brown M and M's thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's about the attention to detail. <laughs> yes, it is. It's the brown M and M's factor. I yeah. think. Yeah. So that story being that you know bands supposedly don't want brown M and M's on their on their tour on their tour riders. Everyone goes, oh, that's so so silly. But it's so that they know the details have been adhered to when yeah. they see their mm. rider. People are reading their instructions. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. Uh, well, uh, Man United lost a 3-2 to Dortmund in their latest pre-season friendly in uh-huh. Las Vegas. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I mean, you had... Banter I mean, club. It was... <laughs> It was. Can I have that on the button box, please? Banta club. Um, Anana shouting at Maguire. You had Brandon Williams uh, shouting at Tom Heaton. You had Ten Hag shouting at everyone. Yeah, it was the, a good, good yeah. match. Just between, people arguing between Onana and Fernandez mm. this season. The earache on that pitch is really <laughs> yeah. unbearable because Fernandez <laughs> never shuts up no. either. Yeah, and Onana's always. Always, always shouting, yeah. Out, yeah. Always shouting. I love it. Um, well, uh, Man United have rejected a twenty million pound bid for Maguire from West Ham uh, on Friday. They, uh, did you get the feeling that West Ham haven't sort of appeased their fan base a little bit? Like to, someone people know, but mm. also it's gettable, <laughs> and also massive cut price deal. Yeah, I mean Maguire's got deadline day written on over him, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. See, Probably loan. for like twenty one million on loan to West Brom. Um, yeah, I'm a bit worried about West Ham. They've not signed anyone yet. Yeah, uh, apparently they pulled out the race for James Ward Prowse because Southampton. Want too much for him, yeah. um, and God. there seems to be seems to be a little bit of a lack of direction. I know that David Moyes and um, one of those sort of um, directors seem to have a little bit of beef between them in mm. terms of the direction they want to go. And he wants Premier League experience. Uh, apparently, he's being offered players that don't fit that brief. Um, so yeah, who's going to be on the way out? Apparently, so yeah. yeah. But he's after Maguire. They're after Maguire. <laughs> yeah, that's Premier League experience. He could do it in jeans or something. Have a deal. They, they, they played 113 matches over the last two seasons. Yeah, it's a lot. Wow. They've played a lot. Yeah, a lot. And yeah. they're obviously going to have I, more I, than 50 this season as well. I, I imagine that Maguire um, will leave United. And as I said before, yeah. you know, for all the stick he gets from, from me and from us, <laughs> um, I think I can see him definitely rebuilding his career at yeah. a lower yeah. level Premier League club for sure. So I think you're right, Jim. I think he will eventually move on. He's an uh, England master. May I play oh, the no. Marcus Speller card for a Should second? Should go to Saudi Arabia. Southgate still pick him. <laughs> exactly. Imagine that. Imagine that. He's not even been considered for a Saudi Arabian gig. Yeah, that's is law. It? That is yeah. law. Um, well, you can't have great football without the long arm of the law, and that arm has two watches on it. We've got new guidelines around player-referee interactions this season to try and improve player behaviour uh, for the new Premier League season. Apparently, uh, at least one player will be booked if a referee gets surrounded by the team or their personal uh, space gets invaded by multiple players. It doesn't actually say which player will get booked. It's Richarlison. Just... <laughs> does he get Does he get to choose? Like, it's Roy yeah, Keane. It's yeah. Roy Keane, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny this, isn't it? Because, I mean, it would all be down to how much the referees actually enforce it. Mm. Um, but yeah, this is this is the 
the confusing thing, which player gets booked. It's just, the, I guess, the guy that the referee is irked mm. by the most, perhaps. And yeah. it's maybe whoever, someone, whoever instigates it, or they just, they maybe they'll just do it as a cumulative thing. Yeah. Sort of like, you got booked last time, so you're gonna, and they just book everyone. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, whenever a rule change comes in like this, it takes a little while for players to adjust to it, so we're probably going to see a lot of bookings early yeah. on. Well, I mean, there's, there's going to be a massive crackdown on time-wasting, apparently, which is definitely going to cost my team. Mm. <laughs> well, <laughs> well apparently, though, like... The, one of the new rules is that they're going to add on time for celebrations, but that's kind of already baked into it anyway, isn't it? It's 30 seconds yeah. for each goal, which is what that is for. But um, I heard literally yesterday someone sent a word down from uh, from on high, on saying, high. That, saying that it's going to be fairly common for games to go to 100 minutes this yeah. season. Right. Be like I the mean, World Cup. Gonna, yeah, they're going to, they're going to stick, it, stick it like that. Well, I mean, literally 10 minutes. Man City had the ball in play 10 minutes more than Newcastle last season. Yeah. Ten minutes more yeah. bang for your buck season ticket yeah. wise. Isn't is that, it? <laughs> presumably that's per game. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not across the whole season. What a mental stat that would be. <laughs> boring. But, stat but I do, I do think, I do think there's, um, I do think there's something in this kind of surrounding the referee thing. It went away for a bit. It was mm. really bad back in the day. Then it went away for a bit, and now it's come back again. I think, and mm. I do think that you know, we, it's difficult to to complain about standards of refereeing, which I think should be better, and obviously the whole VAR thing, but they've been put under unnecessary pressure by yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I, I don't really subscribe to this kind of play. As a role model's kind of angle, or public figures are role models, I should say, because obviously parents should be parenting. But, um, you know, it's not a huge stretch of the imagination to think that young boys doing this yeah. in their game because they've seen um, players at the Premier League level doing it. And and we do hear a lot of... Um, a lot of issues around grassroots referees being threatened both yeah. physically and verbally and it's difficult to find grassroots referees now and I do think a lot of this stuff kind of flows down from the top so it is important that they stamp it out I think um, there's also going to be um, players at academy level are going to be sent on refereeing courses and stuff as well to give mm. them a better understanding I'm sure that'll go down well yeah. I'm, sure I'm sure they'll fucking <laughs> turn up on time that's, for that that's yeah. up there that's up there with YTS uh, Hartlepool United players having to teach uh, school kids how to uh, play football in the in the, in the, in the there's uh, an amazing there's an, if you remember the TV series Big Ron Manager Yes, but Peterborough United got yeah. Ron Atkinson in to undermine the manager who was working there in his full time job. <laughs> who admittedly was shit, but it was terrible. Mm. Uh, and Big Ron, um, I think it was, took the Peterborough United players mm. to a factory. Right. So this is what you could be doing if you weren't playing. So we, most of us are. And they were like <laughs> no, practically part time. And no, and they were like, no, they were, they were <laughs> pros. And they and they were and they were basically so uninterested. Right. They basically all just with their flip flops on, hands in their pockets looking at their feet the whole time, just trying to just count down the clock, basically. Right, so yeah. I'm not sure they're going to care that much about the referee <laughs> yeah. course, but we'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, um, elsewhere, Harry Kane, is he on the move? Is he not on the move? Does he want to move? Does he not want to move, Lukey Moore? Showdown talks taking place uh, between Daniel Levy, uh, Bayern CEO, uh, Mr. Driesen, and technical director, Marco Nepe. Um, they would have been due to fly out on Friday, but apparently they delayed their uh, plans because fans have been watching... <coughs> Excuse me, watching the journey on a flight radar site. <laughs> so they're literally being. Le- if you sort of need an example of Danny Levy being worried about what people think, it's bad, isn't it? Yeah. It's I bad stuff. That. It's bad stuff. Who cares? Player who fans cares? watch flight radars all yeah. the time. All the time. It's yeah. one of the more depressing aspects of football fandom these days. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that it, supposedly Levy has been told that he has to get a FIFA cane, which mm. is a re- really the first time we've seen we've seen his authority undermined publicly like that. Is he? He's just resisting doing this at every point. It's like if I just stay, if I just lay on the floor, <laughs> if I you don't can't get on make that me flight. go to bed. Yeah, oh, I don't feel very well. My tummy hurts. Um, what is interesting is that um, 
in American sports, players, top players run their contracts now all the time and go yeah. to free agency and, and everyone sees it as part of the game. But both Mbappe and Kane, two of argu- arguably the two hottest prospects still available in football yeah. this, this year, are in big debate with their clubs about whether they can go for free next year or not. And PSG mm. are obviously terrified of that, um, which which is kind of a weird situation given that I, they must just think Mbappe's going to down tools this season because clearly the amount of money they're throwing around Surely they they can't be that bothered about a fee that Mbappe is going to go for just for one year. Yeah, it's it's an it must, maybe it's one, an FFP it? thing or something. It's got to be an yeah. FFP thing. They've got to have an eye on that. Yeah. Well, I mean, Harry Kane can't um, explain where he wants to go because his mouth is still so burned from oh, from hot, hot ones. <laughs> from hot ones. <laughs> he did quite well on hot ones. I thought he came across. He? Quite, I thought he came across quite well. Really? My ex- my In standards. That sphere, if you watch any other hot ones, no, my expectations like, oh, were low. Okay. Yeah, but come yeah. on, for for a footballer, for a British footballer, yes. Good. Correct. Yeah. Some of the guests are genuinely like charisma yeah. bombs. Yeah. You know, Harry Kane's a football player. Yeah. It's not, it's not, I don't Yeah, think but you then can... you look at it, they will have had NFL stars on, and you'd be like, oh God, they're so much more savvy, aren't they? They're mm. just way more charismatic. Sp- speaking of Maguire being deadline day and stuff like that, this Kane thing will go on and on. on. Yes. We'll be so bored of this in two or three weeks' time. And we're already yeah. bored of it now, but it'll rumble on, I'm telling you, because it's such. Because Levy's so obstinate, mm. um, we don't really know if Kane wants to go or not. I suspect he doesn't. I, I don't think there's any chance in the world that um, Kane wants to go overseas, personally. Yeah. Uh, and I think what they were possibly. Too much spicy food. Yeah. <laughs> 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 too big sausages everywhere. What, what they were possibly doing was maybe using Bayern Munich to flush Man United out. But that's yeah. maybe backfired now because Man United have gone somewhere mm. else. So who knows what's going to happen? Mm. But I don't, I don't think he's going to. I don't think he'll move overseas, personally. But don't worry, everyone. If uh, Spurs on uh, uh, Joe Lewis is convicted of uh, insider trading, uh, Jay Z will reportedly jump at the chance to uh, buy the club, which is exciting. He'll have 99 problems there. There we so. go. Yeah, nice. 99, no. 99 million euros apart what you in doing? their valuation. What are you doing? Kane? I don't know. <laughs> uh, we'll be back in a bit <laughs> with more football ramble. Arsenal after a new keeper. Sounds like it. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. 
So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash Ramble. Oh dear, look at these keepers. <laughs> <laughs> Rather befitting, we roll straight into the news that Arsenal uh, may very well be exploring a deal to sign Brentford's goalkeeper David Rea. Yeah, this one's come out of left field a little bit. Yeah. Um, David Rea has a year left on his contract at Brentford. He apparently right. doesn't want to sign a new one. Um, that is obviously evidently becoming an issue at Brentford. So right. I think they've put it out that he is available. Arteta was interested in in him a couple of years ago. Since then, his stock has only gone up because he's proven himself to be really among top goalkeepers in the Premier League in terms mm. of both his distribution and his, his shot stopping. Essentially everything. He's a brilliant, brilliant goalkeeper. So I think that, that interest has, has been peaked as there's an opportunity there. Now, Part of it makes me feel like there's some sort of new guy that's come into the friendship group that I'm not s- sure about. It's like, hey, what, but, but this guy's really, this guy's better than me. Yeah. What's happening here? He does the same things I do. You're not but, Arsenal's keeper, mate. No, I know, but it's just, I, 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 I feel that secondhand anxiety <laughs> for Aaron Ramsdale because he, he is a very, very good go- goalkeeper, mm. but the drop-off between him and Matt Turner is enormous. There's also interest in Forrest in Matt Turner, yeah, apparently, which might on, be yeah. part mm. of the chain that sort of kicked this off. So part of me is like, well, we do need better backup because an injury to Aaron Ramsdale is catastrophic. It would right. change the way that Arsenal play completely. But David Ray is so good that I think you're then going to get one of those situations where you've got two goalkeepers who are who are equally good and you might get some sort of you know friction there that might be difficult and, and for squad And if anyone's going to do it, Ramsdale's going to do it. You know what I mean? He's not backward at coming forward no. when it comes to... I guess stuff, as a goalkeeper stuff. you can't be can you because you, you have to be the top dog in, to... in any situation you're going into or at least be yeah. aiming to be yeah. Um, so yeah it's a weird one I mean it's the sort of signing you would make in the window if you were if you were playing fantasy football it's like yeah I guess we need a better goalkeeper you might as well have a brilliant one mm. uh, as backup so yeah mm. it's it's a place that you know is is, is confusing Number one it's, by a, it's like I'm saying oh, I think we need I think we need a we need a different goalkeeper who's not as good and that will be better as the backup, which also makes no sense. I yeah. think it's harsh on Ramsdale. I think David Rez is a better goalkeeper than Ramsdale. I think he's better technically. I think his stats are better. I think towards the second half of the last season, he was miles better. I think by many measures, Raya was the best goalkeeper in the Premier League last season, right? Um, and Brentford had a good season. But that's harsh on Ramsdale because he... I mean, yeah. he, he probably he had a couple of poor games towards the end of the season. The game against Forest, the game against Southampton. Was it three all against Southampton? Yeah, where he made a mistake. Yeah, on. and so towards the end of the season, he he wasn't quite up there. But I don't think that was the reason that Arsenal came no. second instead of first. No, and so Arsenal finished in the highest they finished for many a year with him in goal. Mm. He played every game, I think, as well. It's harsh on him. Yeah, but that's the reality of top level football, right? He got and, a new contract in May. Right. Like it's, there's, I think that the, the idea that he needs to be upgraded in some way just comes from the sort of stupid corners of the internet but Arteta is relentless in wanting to improve mm, and he's yeah. relentless in wanting to get any kind of marginal gain he can and I've, I've not heard anything that Rams does a problematic character or anything like that but if he thinks Ray is a better fit for what he wants to do and he's slightly better at distributing the ball than than the Ramsdale and slightly better here and slightly better there and the money's there and they want to make a push I mean you can see why he wants to do it I wonder if it's also there's a cultural fit as well because you know 
both Spanish speaking, but maybe that's not. Yeah, yeah I mean, Ramsdale was very, very popular in the dressing room. I thought you were going to say Ramsdale's a very good Spanish speaker. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not sure about that. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a funny one. It's, it's going if, to, if Raya signs, it looks like there's definitely something to this. It will take some very astute management from Arteta. We've seen he's good at that. He loves competition in, in, in every place. Yeah, they're also going to play a lot of games next season. Yeah, absolutely. And, and he's, he's probably not averse to, to mixing it up with the goalkeepers. I know a lot of, uh, kind of traditional pundits don't like that. Mm. But I mean, the reality is he's going to play a lot of games. Well, he, he did that in the Europa League. Um, yeah, exactly. in, in certainly more so in the group stages and it changed the way Arsenal played significantly because Matt mm. Turner just isn't as comfortable with the ball at his feet so mm. perhaps he because this opportunity has arisen he's looked at that and gone okay well it might be now or never for this player mm. yeah. well will either goalkeeper be patellering it uh, really hard up to Kylian Mbappe you'd probably think not because uh, Arsenal's pursuit of uh, the man uh, probably isn't going to come off he's just had his £51 uh, million yeah. pound loyalty I love and it was, all, it was also fictional and it was well. also fictional I love, I well. love the idea of Mbappe just switching his front to do not disturb <laughs> sitting back on the sofa and waiting for the clock to tick over to midnight <laughs> and then just watching the money drop in because yeah. he's like every everyone is saying everything about Mbappe apart from Mbappe yeah. the only thing he said is that he's quite pissed off at PSG or something or yeah. like they're a divisive club or something I think that's from an old interview that. yeah yeah right. so i mean it's always it's always been a bit of a funny but, one isn't but, it but, but, the, but the situation is interesting because everyone seems to think the rotten's on the wall of real madrid but real madrid presumably can only afford to get him if they wait till he's at the end, mm-hmm. end of his contract and that's where the player wants to go so there's this one year kind of vacuum in the middle yeah where he's so pissed off of psg he doesn't want to play for him and psg um want a fee so they want to get rid of him now get him out of there which i understand as well so then like massive clubs like liverpool uh like Apparently not Arsenal, as you say, but clubs like Liverpool mm. are trying to work out if they can get some kind yeah. of loan thing. Chelsea trying to give them Chelsea a player as well. Oh, big Todd Bowley stepped yeah. in. Big Todd Bowley, listen, bowling in. If there's an opportunity to get some attention by spending a shitload of money, Todd Bowley will take it, <laughs> yeah. and he is very much trying to take it. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, I feel like it's a little bit demeaning for clubs of the level of Liverpool, who are you know unquestionably big, one of the biggest clubs in the world, saying. We'll just take you for a year, yeah. knowing that there's going to be no forward planning, no yeah. kind of no potential for long term. Get um, an get an injury well, a month in for, for, surely, for the season. Surely the idea for any club trying to take him on loan secretly would be we will dazzle you so much with what a great time you have here on that year that you'll decide to join us rather I've, than Real Madrid. I've signed a pre-contract. Don't worry about it. I think, I think he's already agreed to go there, yeah. and I think Real Madrid's the one for him. Mm. I, I know what you're saying. That's what they back themselves mm. to do, right? He also knows Mbappe that there is simply no way they're going to freeze him out for an entire season. You mm. cannot not play Kylian Mbappe if he's in your team, mm. it, like regardless of how ridiculous a situation like that has got. But he might not want to. He might just be over it. Much more twenty year off, off on yeah. a gap year. Yeah. yeah, the man who can have everything, isn't he? Yeah, He's got his well, fifty-one million quid. He wants to spend <laughs> it on his gap year. Well, uh, hopefully, Sky's uh, Kavis Solakol will be on the case to explain all the ins and the outs uh, of this particular deal. Uh, last week, when Al Hilal. Uh, dropped a ridiculous Offer, amount of yeah. money. It was a 200... Million? 259 million, I think. Good yeah. God. Um, this, is, this is what he had to say on the deal. And there are a few conditions in the offer as well, just standard conditions that you see in transfer uh, offers. It says that the uh, offer is conditional on the signing of an agreement between the two clubs, Al-Hilal and PSG. It's also conditional on the signing of an employment contract between Al-Hilal and Kylian Mbappe. So uh, Mbappe would need to uh, sort out personal terms, wages, bonuses, ETC with Al-Hilal. It also says, of course, that the player needs to pass a medical 
and it says that everything needs to be done in time to be registered with FIFA uh, before the Saudi Arabian transfer window closes. But this is an official offer. It has been sent in to PSG. PSG received it on Saturday. <laughs> Very light on details. Just that. an offer. Yeah. It's just an basically offer. a transfer. He's explained. That's like the 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 um the tutorial in Football Manager. <laughs> Having to explain what a transfer yeah. is. Or, or, or saying to, say to your wife when you get home from work, um, and she says, did you get that food on the way home? I did. I walked into the Sainsbury. <laughs> I selected the goods from the shelf. Yeah. Put them in the basket. It was Got dependent upon me paying for those items <laughs> at the checkout. I then you, further you had to put them, roll, bag, you, put them in a bag. <laughs> and then finally, to make sure the deal was fully done, I had to walk home with the items and bring them into the house. Yeah. And I've done that and here they are. That's incredible stuff. Yeah. I Clearly mean, some sort of segment has just been pulled. It's like, just fill. Yeah, no. Just fill. <laughs> We've got to prepare an obituary for someone. I actually saw that live and it made me think, what am I doing in my life? Yeah. What am I doing in my life? <laughs> well, the transfer sort of special things that they've started putting them on YouTube, haven't they? That always pops up in my algorithm. Yeah. For some oh, you tell you sometimes see Andy Brassel on them. You certainly do, and that's when you do get the details. To be quite, and frank. that's why when people ask me why I'm so harsh on Andy, that's the kind of thing he should be ashamed of. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Terry Butcher on there recently. He was being right. interviewed about um, the sad passing of Trevor Francis, mm. and he told a story about how he was playing in the game where Trevor Francis made his debut. It was the first one million pound player, and he mm. said, "I went up to Trevor." and I said to him if you come anywhere near me I'm gonna, I'm just going to kick you I'm going to hurt you and he never came anywhere near me the whole game it's like you insecure fucking <laughs> Thanks, fanny yeah like, just like this, the guy's died so disrespectful yeah, yeah. Oh. Trevor Francis is the nicest man I've ever met in football as well yeah and Terry Britchie is not yeah <laughs> <laughs> two TV pilots we made once um, no, do you remember when we, we went to an event it was, it went to an event. I don't know if you were there, Pete. Jim, you were definitely there. Right. And there was a panel when Terry Butcher and Paul Parker were on it. It's History yeah. Channel. It's the it History a... Channel uh, promo. Oh, don't Sorry, don't name them. Them. I'm about to pit, slag them off. You won't slag off the History Channel. It's no, ha- Terry Butcher. The History Channel are great. Yeah. Um, Terry Butcher um, would just, the only thing he would do is talk about how much he hated Maradona and yeah. expecting everyone to laugh. And mm. it's like, you're in a kind of quite nerdy central London venue mm. and the people are quite thoughtful here. Yeah. You're not in some kind of weird old you know, hooligan-based fucking football fandom. Yeah. yeah. And people were a bit like, all oh, right, they're just getting bored of it, basically. That's you his know? whole thing, isn't it? I hate Maradona and I'm always really violent. Yeah. Yeah, I used to kick people, yeah. Well, uh, elsewhere, if we head back to Mbappe, his former Monaco teammate Fabinho is off to Saudi Arabia. Uh, he's joined uh, Al uh, Itahad for £40 million. Um, apparently, the deal was on the verge of collapse because his French bulldog wasn't going to be allowed in the country. But I've got good news, guys. Um, I've been reading that uh, he will be allowed in the country, the dog. Uh, in fact, he's off to uh, pick his doggy visa up from the Saudi consulate in uh, in, in Turkey. So uh, Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that'll go without a hitch. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, former Chelsea man. <laughs> well, he'll probably get there. He'll probably get there. Yeah. Well, leave with different shoes on. <laughs> former... Former Chelsea man uh, Ashley Cole got married at the weekend and there's a video of John Terry singing John Legend. Why are footballers so obsessed with John fucking Legend? Yeah, it's a weird He's, one. Like they, every last one of them has a real deep love for Legend. My first, my legend. first, my first instinct upon reading this story was, is this a dig at John Joe Shelby? And then I right. hated myself for having to go through that thought process. Yeah. Because this... you're right. I mean... John Legend keeps popping up yeah. in the context of footballers' weddings. Is it just kind of he's quite a he's quite he's easy listening soul? It's, yes, it's inoffensive. Inoffensive, isn't it? yeah. 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 It's the sort of thing you could play in the dressing room and no one's going to get angry. 
I fucking would. <laughs> I've got nothing against him, but you don't want that before a game. No. I, I, I was listening to an interview with Jack Wilshire on, on, a, on, a, on a boxing podcast, inexplicably, uh, where um, he was sort of talking about how much he hates the musical stylings of a lot of the players that he has to work with now. Really? <laughs> is, and it must be, it must be hard. Because you're like, getting old. Yeah, massively. You'd, yeah. you'd imagine Jack Wilshire would be, be listening to some terrible stuff. I mean, to be fair, he did name check Tiesto as someone he really liked. So yeah. wow. I'm not having that, Jack. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like the idea that John Terry was up on stage mm. with a microphone mm. singing over just a John Legend version of a John Legend song. Yeah. So like, it, wasn't like, it wasn't like a karaoke version. It wasn't like he was um, like filling in the vocals and he'd been asked to do it. It just looked like they were playing a song that he liked. Yeah. Mm. So instead of just dancing and singing along on the floor... He had to get up on the stage. And we can't play it out because of copyright, so yeah, yeah. you're not hearing it. He but was it wearing like great. a sort of blue Fred Perry style shirt, wasn't he? Which yeah. is essentially, it's like the wedding version of him turning up in his kit after the Champions League final. Mean. Yeah. And it has so has he just gone, oh, this is a great song. You know what? I have got I've got a good set of pipes. I'll sing over it if you like. Oh, do you have to do John? No, 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 let me do it, let me do it. Emissionies. Loads of people have been fooled into thinking that it's That's him his singing voice, right, yeah. when it's actually John Legend sounding really good with Terry singing over the top of it. It's a weird situation. Strange. I don't understand how a, how a wedding would get to that position. No. I mean, like cradling a glass of white wine as well. Yeah. Don't like to see it. Not like um, when um, you saw that tribute to the Rat Pack with the glasses of white wine that Jim got upset about. Yeah, it's not right. You said it was a terrible prop, it. Jim. <laughs> it was only on Friday. Oh, right. Oh, I see. <laughs> He doesn't listen back. Um, <laughs> I was so there. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of England legends, uh, David Beckham... You're not acting like you were there. That's the confusing thing. <laughs> D. Bex has been speaking about Phil Neville sacking his Inter-Miami manager in an interview with The Athletic on Friday. Uh, Beckham said that uh, him and the Inter-Miami corner... Uh, is it Jorge Mas or, or George Mas? Um, Jorge, I think. Yeah, Spanish. Yeah. Uh, rang uh, Neville, who knew it was coming and took it like a gentleman. <laughs> I bet, he like a I bet he bloody did. He's not been listening to the Ramble, but the only outlet who speaks about him. Considered too risky in a league where you can't get relegated. Yeah. <laughs> there was an amazing quote from David Beckham about him, which was that he brought a serious that we didn't have. It's like, how bad <laughs> was it? Were they like playing with penny floaters on the motorway before that? Like, <laughs> do you know what? Also, also... Um... If you type just Phil Neville into Google and hit the news tab, right. it's always amazing. Has he, has he been speaking? <laughs> well, I'll read you the first few. All right. David Beckham opens up on the phone call that saw him sack mate Tim <laughs> Phil Neville. <laughs> Phil Neville sacked by former Man United teammate David Beckham. Um, David Beckham opens up on sacking Man United star Phil Neville after being frustrated. <laughs> and then after that, it's just a... Uh, into Miami sack Phil Neville after 10 defeats from 13 games. Nothing ever good no, is no. on the news tab Nick for Powell, Phil Neville. Nick Powell reveals Phil Neville pissed him off during spell at, <laughs> spell at Man United together. I know, it's never anything positive. It's always next to words that were just loads of asterisks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Alright then, uh, let's get out of here. There's plenty more football to be enjoyed uh, through the week here on the Football Ramble. Part of the Aircast Creator Network follows on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram and YouTube at Football Ramble and don't forget forget to subscribe on your podcast app. Lucky Mo, it's been real, it's been emotional, it's been sexy. Thank you. Have a lovely day. And you. And you, Jim. Cheers. <laughs> Farewell, everyone. <laughs> Go figure. All of me, all of you. That's all I've got. That's the only words I know from that song. Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.